Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I D O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Hey, Love Tribe. 
Welcome to I Do Podcast, where we interview the world's leading relationship, dating, marriage, and self-help experts. Whether you're single, dating, married, or in a relationship, you are in the right place. We're here to give you the tools to succeed. On today's show, we have Sean Schweier, and you're going to want to get out your pen and paper because we have a lot of great information coming from Sean We talk about how to understand your partner on a deeper level and the values underlying their actions. Because if you can understand that, you're going to have greater empathy and you're going to understand where your partner's coming from and it's going to reduce the conflict in your relationship. You also want to look out for NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. That's what Sean is a specialist in and he kind of explains what that is. And a lot of what he talks about comes from this form of uh, relationship therapy and help. Sean also talks about strategies to better communicate with your partner and how to get to the deeper root of a problem. So if you're arguing about kind of silly things in your relationship, a lot of times that's due to something that's deeper. It's not about show that your partner picked a watch and you don't like it and then you have this big argument. It's about something deeper. So Sean kind of gets into how we can communicate to get to the root cause of these problems. And you guys might notice that I was absent for the last part of it. I did have to pop out of the interview because Stella woke up early from her nap. Um, So just wanted to let you guys know that. As always, we appreciate the support you guys give us. If you would like to support us, you can do so on patreon.com forward slash I do podcast also on amazon.com. The links to Amazon are on the show notes page as well as the description in the podcast and audibletrial.com forward slash I do podcast. You can get some of the great books that all of our experts recommend on each show. You get one free book as well as a 30 day free trial. So we appreciate the support you guys. We hope you enjoy the episode. Oh, One last thing, make sure you listen for the hip abduction playing you out at the end of the episode. We want to thank that band for giving us some awesome tunes. Today's song will be Before We Lose Our Mind from their album, their latest album, Gold Under the Glow. Enjoy the song and enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. Hello, everybody. Today we have Sean Swire on our show with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Sean Swire is a personal development expert specializing in neuro linguistic programming. He runs the largest active NLP community in Denver and is focused most on helping others create successful relationships. We've given our listeners just a little uh, blurb about yourself. So take a minute, tell us about yourself and why you enjoy helping others or people improve their relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, it was um, maybe earlier in my life where I struggled in relationships and didn't know exactly how to uh, connect with other people. And so I found neurolinguistic programming and it really helped me to connect with myself first and then also connect with others and create more connected relationships, more passionate relationships. And that's why I have such a passion about it now, where really helping somebody else by looking at something differently and helping them to be able to help other people see those things differently as well can be some of the most empowering things that you can do in a relationship. 
Awesome. Well, we're going to jump right into it. And our topic today is how NLP can help you build deeper relationships and how it can improve your relationship with yourself. So first up, what is NLP? So neuro-linguistic programming uh, was actually founded about 30 years ago. And what it basically is, is just communication strategies that better help you first understand yourself and then understand others as well. And what I like to tell people is it's just basically using how your mind works to better communicate and better go about your life in a positive way. And so oftentimes there's these unconscious messages and these things that aren't in our awareness. And when we can bring that to the conscious forefront, we can become a better communicator and we can understand what's going on with ourselves as well. How can this directly, uh, this programming help build deeper relationships in practice? So in practice, it's really about understanding those, uh, your other uh, partner in a relationship. When you can take their position and understand what they're going through on a deeper level, on a level that they might not even be aware of. You know, sometimes we often have these programmings in our life that have been developed over years when we're not even aware of what's going on. And when we can look at life in a way where we can see those underlying things, what they really want in a relationship, such as values that are underlying some of their actions, then we can take steps to really fulfill those values for that other person. And that's what they really want. Sometimes, um, and this is a common thing that I go through, I recently had the question of uh, this woman wants her husband to celebrate every holidays and really make the holiday special for her. But what she really wants behind that is a sense of importance and a value-based goal there where it's more than the holiday. And when that husband understands that, he can make that holiday special for her, but he can also make her feel special in that way and have that sense of importance in everyday life as well. Yeah, so it seems like it's kind of a practice to get under the surface level problem and and find the, the deeper root of it. Exactly. And so a lot of people, what they do is they ask why questions to understand what's going on. And that's all based on the content. So if somebody comes to me and they have a problem in a relationship, they'll have all these things that they think the problem is. But if you really get into the structure of the problem, the underlying causes of the problem, that's where the power really is. Are there any specific ways to find that the underlying issue that you would recommend to our listeners? The first thing that I recommend is really to take that position of that other person in your relationship, understand that person on on a whole different level, what they're going through. And that takes a lot of sensory awareness and you can always get better at that. But when you do that, there's, there's so many more levels that you can take of that. So I also uh, recommend like understanding women even better, understand men even more, what drives them biologically in their nature and Take it to another level where you can really understand what's going on with that other person. So there's actually many layers to it. Yeah, I mean, it's the old adage, put yourself in in someone else's shoes, right? You know, um, and that's going to help you understand from as much as we can from, from their perspective of what's going on. Exactly. And there's a there's a key concept in NLP that I really like to point out to other people is that everybody's always making the best choices available to them at that specific moment with the available resources that they have. And so when fights or some kind of conflicts come up, it's usually not that that other person was trying to harm them or wrong them in some way. But really, that person was just going after what was best for them in the ways that they saw fit at the time. 
Yeah, in 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 a lot of times, almost in a in a pre-programmed way, right? Like these automatic responses that we have. Exactly, and so if you can accept that that thought that they were doing their best, and then you can go for understanding. That's a powerful way to go about relationships. Yeah, it's it's, and I think maybe a part of that is being consciously aware of of your feelings and in not reacting to to everything with that with that first gut instinct that comes and maybe taking a second take a breath i don't know if if that's something that's part of the uh the nlp program you know in in some ways it is um i also incorporate mindness mindfulness in a lot of my teachings where you you really got to pause take a breath and then really understand the situation as well i come from a place in what nlp also does is it's, it's not really judging, you know, so there's not anything that's really bad or good unless it's in a certain context. So if my partner is giving me some kind of behavior or such, I can go in a non-judgmental way and accept that. And then I have the power to work with that. I think that's probably one of the hardest things too. I think, you know, initially it's so easy to just judge right away and just throw, you know, your feelings out there, but really to kind of sit back and think about it and, you know, really just think about what you want to say before you say it is, it's so hard, but I think it's so important, like you're saying. Absolutely. And that judgment is is also good for us because it shows us what we want in life and what's better for us, what we want to go more towards. But when we bring that to bring filters upon our partner and it brings limitations in that connection. So I often tell people that the opposite of acceptance and understanding is going to be that judgment. Uh, when you accept somebody, you're going to be much more able to connect with them and then build your relationship on a deeper level. So if somebody comes to you and they have something that you disagree with, especially in a relationship, and you throw all that judgment away at them and you put those blocks up, then it's going to limit your connection. But instead, if you go for understanding and connection, that's what's going to bring you closer to that person. Yeah, and I think that's so true and, and so valuable. And I think it's hard because naturally as humans we we're biologically set up to kind of judge a situation you know like in very binary ways black white and and it's hard to see the the gray in the middle and to to step back and and not judge so um i don't want to use that as an excuse for for why we do that but is that something you find like that's kind of our natural inclination to to sort of go towards a a judgmental view towards things. You're exactly right. And I would further add to that, that 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 judgment also serves us. So for example, if a a woman's looking for a a potential suitor, eventually, you know, when uh, they're first starting dating, that judgment of, you know, he's not necessarily the type of man that I would like to date. It also helps her um, stay away from those type of men and be more able to find the types of men that are right for her. And so having that judgment is going to protect you from some situation that you don't want to be in as well. Yeah. So, so what do you recommend? Like to me, it's almost like you got to just recognize that, that that's inside of us, that ability, not that we're even consciously doing it, but that we're judging and almost just by us recognizing us, recognizing it happening, we're able to gain control over it. Exactly. And you bring that to a conscious awareness where you're, you're making better use of your judgments because there are some people you, you probably don't want to connect with. Um, and then it's better to know that, yeah, I, I don't want to connect with that. So I do put a little bit of a wall up 
And then there's other people that you do want to connect with, such as your significant other. You really want to accept them for who they are and understand what they're going through, what they have to say, and all the communications, and that's going to bring you closer together. And when you do have those judgments, there's some kind of lesson behind it, something that you can learn from that um, if your partner is doing some kind of behavior. And this often happens um, with the women that want their um, partner to be a little bit more loving, a little bit more caring, or a little bit more emotionally available for them. Those judgments are good, and they help them move the, the relationship in that direction because they want those things in the relationship. If they have those things in the relationship, they're going to be a little bit more safe, secure, comfort, whatever that means to them. But that judgment helps in knowing that they want more of that in their life. And so knowing that that judgment's there, then they can go and have that emotion of judgment, but also move towards having the relationship more towards their choosing. That's all great stuff and, and you know, can be applied to, to the relationships in our lives. Now, how can these practices improve the relationship with, with ourselves? So with ourself, and I would, I would hit specifically on the judgments of yourself, when you're not accepting yourself and you, and you really self-criticize a whole bunch, then that kind of limitates your connection with yourself as well. Uh, when you're saying that you're not good enough and you can't do those things, those are clues to a better life for you, some things you want might want to change or become better at, but it also is going to distance you from that person that you currently are. And that person that you currently are is going to have the power to change to become that person that you do want to become. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but it's like the saying that, you know, you have to love yourself before others can love you. And I just, that resonates with me. I think that's a big thing that I found and, you know, some of my girlfriends and some friends that, you know, when they're struggling in their relationships, it, it may be because they're just not a hundred percent confident with themselves or, you know, loving themselves as much as they can at that time. Absolutely. And I just worked with a man who really lost himself in a relationship. And it was more so than anything for him to find himself first and then bring her in as well. And then he would have more of a happy, connected relationship. And you talked about, you know, not judging yourself. And I find I'm very much type A personality and and always trying to push myself to be better. And, and, and it's almost, I think, you know, just looking at myself it's it's kind of never good enough and i i look at that in a positive and it can be negative and and i kind of struggle with how to deal with that because in a positive sense if i went around like just thinking oh, okay i'm i'm being mediocre and that's good you know i'm happy kind of being mediocre then i'm not being the best version of myself but that but at the same time, you know, I'm judging everything I'm doing and like, oh, I'm just mediocre. I got to do better. So like, how do you, how do you work with that balance? Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's a total balance of it. I see judgment more as an emotion more than anything, where if you have the lesson behind that emotion, then you can go ahead and work with it. You can release that judgment. So for example, with you, if, if you're having these uh, thoughts of being mediocre or wanting to be better and such, then you can use that information, that knowledge of that you have potential to do more. And then at that time, you can also release the judgment and you can strive for better, but still being with yourself, knowing that that's the you that wants to be better, you can become that person by releasing that judgment as well. Yeah. So, you know, someone told me once, you know, recognize that you kind of 
try to be aware of that you're becoming the best version of yourself at that time and knowing that kind of was reassuring uh, to me and to that internal dialogue. Absolutely. And, and it goes both ways in a relationship. So if you have something with your partner where she says something or there's a little bit of a disconnect there and you have that feeling there, that judgment on that moment of that necessarily wasn't how I wanted it to be, then that's your clue that it could be better. And that's when you can go ahead and you can change your behaviors or actions to more of what you want the relationship to be. Yeah. And, and I think it's so important because I'm just speaking to, to my personality, but I know there's other listeners out there that are probably type A and, and always striving you know, to do the best. It's never kind of good enough. And I find that that mentality can serve you in some instances, but a lot of times it puts you out of the present moment because whether it's with your relationship or family or, or your job, like you're always going for that next thing and improvement, but then you're never, you're not in the moment enjoying it. And I, I find that's a real, I don't want to say like a constant struggle, but something that I try to be aware of so that I am present and not always just going towards that next thing. Yeah. And something that the society and even marketing these days imposes on us that, that we kind of need this next product or this new thing or to be somebody else to really accept and love ourselves to be happy in this moment. Yeah, absolutely. So so I think it's important to to be aware of that and, and to recognize that and, and try to be mindful and, and present. Most definitely, yeah. Well, uh, one of our next questions is, what do you find is the most common reason uh, couples struggle in their relationship? The most common thing that I get is generally that that, that other person doesn't understand me. Um, usually what happens is, uh, a woman or a man will come to me and they don't really um, get the grasp that, that their communication, what they say, the meaning behind their communication is that response they get. So if I'm not getting the appropriate response with the words that I'm saying or the actions that I'm doing, then that's all on me. And so usually that can be challenging for other people to go ahead and vary their communication. So what I do specifically is I help somebody see how they're communicating because usually people are just communicating in one of two ways to get the desired outcome that they want. Um, so I'd help them see how they're communicating now and give them more options in their communication. And at that point, they're able to better reach that person. And it's so varied on different ways because so many people will receive messages differently and we all have our senses and our ideas of the world. It's all going to be different, our representations and what we think somebody else is saying. Yeah. So just really recognizing, opening up those communication lines and, and that's, that's going to help uh, prevent these struggles, huh? Yeah, and I want to take it a, a step further, too, because a lot of people think that it's just about talking and communicating in that way, but you do so much communicating with your actions as well, whether it's a wink or some kind of facial gesture or bringing um, home a gift or something. You're always communicating these messages to somebody, and what people often think is that it's just the messages behind our words, but there's just so much more there. And when you can really show somebody all that they're communicating, it's going to bring a whole new awareness to them. Communication is it's not just words. It's the tone of the words. It's its uh, the body language. It's I think, non yeah, the nonverbal is, is almost more so more important than uh, to the actual literal words coming out of the mouth. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, now it's time for our favorite part of the interview, the lasting love round. We'll ask you a series of questions and you'll respond with great information to help set the foundation for a lasting relationship. Okay, so the first question is, what is one thing couples can do on a daily basis to help improve their relationship? One thing they can do is give gratitude and appreciation to their partner and embrace the things that they love about that relationship in ways that that other person really appreciates them for doing so. So a specific example for you, um, if your wife were to make the bed in the morning and you really enjoy that about the relationship, you love and appreciate them for doing that and they'd be more able to do that on a continual basis. Um, what I often advise is to just move away from the negativity and embrace the positivity. When you do that, there's going to be much more positive feelings, emotions, and joy in the relationship. That's great advice. We were actually just you know speaking with um, another guest and one of their key points was if you have a discussion like that, go for the positive first and then then follow it up with, you know, if you have a neg- negative uh, thing you need to say, and then again, follow it with some positivity. And then that can really help resolve uh, an issue or, or help, help with uh, whatever, help with communication. Yeah. Is there a book or resource you can recommend for couples? Mm, let's see. My favorite book that I could recommend for couples. Um, I do like uh, mating in captivity, which gives you a different perspective on just the dating realm. But really for what I would do is recommend that the women understand what the men are reading and the, the women understand what the, the men are going through. And so to best do that, um, I would suggest a variety of books. And so it just all kind of depends where somebody is at their life, whether they're just dating or they're wanting a long-term committed relationship. Um, the most powerful book that I found um, recently has been um, "How to Win Friends and in, or How to Influence People and Win Friends." Mm-hmm. I think I'm saying that wrong. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, it's, yeah. I think you had it right the first time. How to win friends and influence people. Yeah, we yeah, know the that's book. That's a pretty good book. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Well, we'll be sure to add that to our show notes page and uh, in all those resources. Thank you. We got married two years ago, and is there any advice that you would give newlyweds or engaged couples? I would say to be prepared for all the troubles and the struggles. Um, Oftentimes, to really live the life that you want and to have the relationship that you want, there's going to be a lot of struggle and pain that that leads you to that point. Um, But through all those failures is really the powerful a way that you can go about life. And so usually when people first get married, they don't understand how challenging it could be. Um, but when they uh, go ahead and fail in their communication over and over again, they start to learn and become better partners in their communication. So really having that end in mind, that goal of a inspiring relationship that's still passionate and loving, having that compelling future will drive someone through all those failures and those difficult times. Yeah, and in getting ahead of it, don't wait for those difficult times to happen. You know, listen to this podcast, read books on relationships and, and information out there, so that you're uh, you're ahead of the curve. Yeah, most definitely. If you could give one single piece of advice for a successful relationship, what would it be? The one piece of advice that I would give is is based on rapport sameness and connection and so there's a concept in nlp um that's called rapport and so basically what this is is people like other people who are very similar to them and so 
rapport is just being the same as somebody's sameness. And so when you're understanding of your partner, when you're just like them, whether it's matching your body language or breathing at the same rate, those are like very basic and fundamental techniques in NLP, but it goes so much deeper. And if you can really get to a place with your partner where you understand them and you don't necessarily have to agree with them, you just have to understand them. And from that place, comes the sameness and when you have that sameness and that rapport they'll like you more but more importantly is that connection and when you're connected to that person there's some incredible things that can happen the connection likely can go even deeper than you thought are there any specific ways to build on that connection that you know that our audience could do on a daily basis with their partner and so I really come from this, um, touching back on the non-judgmental place. Um, you know, when you have that filters of judgment up and that's going to limit your connection. So really accepting that person and going for understanding with them. And when this happens, when you can actually go and understand what's going on with them and you really are interested in it, they want to express it to you as well. And so practical tips that I would give you in this is, is ask questions that you really want to know. Don't do it because it's a chore or a task, but really be interested and curious in how that person sees life. When you do that, then all these new questions are going to come to the forefront of your mind, and it's going to open your, uh, your eyes up to new perspectives on how they see the world. And when you see how they see the world, that's when you guys are going to connect in new and different ways. So true. It's like we all humans, we want to feel understood, and that's, that's kind of, to me, what, what an exercise like that. Uh, can help with and help build, you know, an amazing relationship. And on a deep level, that wanting to be understood, it does so much for us. Because really, when we were in tribes and everything, millions of years, thousands of years ago, if we had that connection and that understanding from other people, we really wanted to ally with, ally with those people and come together um, so that we could live better and more connected lives. Sean, we've really enjoyed having you on our show and hearing all the great, great advice you've given us and our listeners. So let's finish by having you tell our listeners where they can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, most definitely. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. And you guys can find me at altershift.com. Uh, I offer a free one-hour strategy session uh, for anybody that's really interested on getting a different perspective on where their life is now and where they can take it in the future. Well, our listeners can find all the information and links of today's episode on idopodcast.com. Go to the podcast tab and you'll be in the archives. And thank you again, Sean. We loved having you on and uh, just awesome for sharing your, your generous knowledge. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Hi, Sarah here. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so through Patreon, Amazon, or audible.com. All the links are on the bottom of our show notes page on idopodcast.com and in the description for this episode. Also, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe on iTunes. We appreciate it so much. Thanks.
To a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.